Welcome to another life-changing message from Pastor Vernell J.R. Samuel of Hungry for God Church. For more information, please visit our website, www.h4gchurch.com. While we're in the spirit of declarations, just say this with me. Say, I am powerful, and what I believe changes the world. Today, I declare God is in a good mood. He loves me all the time. Nothing can separate me from his love. Jesus' blood paid for everything. I will tell the nations of what he did for me. I am important. I matter. How he made me is amazing. I was designed for worship. My mouth establishes praise to silence the enemy. Everywhere I go becomes a perfect health zone. And with God, nothing is impossible. Do you believe that? Amen. So you are. Romans chapter 8. I'm going to read from the uh, Passion Translation. I'm going to be jumping from the Passion and the Amplified uh, versions of the Bible today and the King James. So I don't know if you have all three of those Bible translations with you. But you can follow me on the screen. Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 14. And today I'm going to be talking about how to father. How to father sons and daughters. How to father sons and daughters. It's a little different from our God culture series, but I believe I'm going to tie it in somehow. Is this the um, uh, passion? No, New King James. Don't have it? No. All right. We'll just read the New King James. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. Now, I want you to just realize that the word spirit is two, the spirit of bondage and the spirit of adoption. Do you notice that when it says the spirit of bondage is a lowercase s, but when you see you by adoption, you see a capital S? Notice that? When you learn, what you learn in English is that when there's a capital letter, it speaks of a person. It speaks of a title or of a person. And so we did not receive a spirit, little less of bondage again to fear, but we received the spirit of adoption. So the spirit of adoption is a person and the spirit that we have relationship with in Christ is the Holy Spirit. So one of the names of the Holy Spirit in scripture is the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. That means that the Holy Spirit is not just the comforter. The Holy Spirit is not just the one who gives you power. He's also the one who has adopted us into the family of God. Last week, I talked about being born again. How many of you were here last week? Was that last week? Yeah, I talked about John 3 when the Bible talks about us being born again and how we have to be born of the Spirit. Remember that? And that the only way that we can actually um, see the kingdom or walk in the kingdom or enter into the kingdom is that we got to experience a rebirth. Yeah. 
that we had to be born again. If you missed that, download our, our podcast so that you can catch the replay. But it is important that you recognize that the Christian life begins with the Spirit adopting us. You cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. I'll say that again. You cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. He is the one who makes you like Christ. You cannot be like Christ without the Spirit of Christ. You cannot be like Jesus without the Spirit that made Jesus the Christ. What made Jesus special was the fact that he was born of the Spirit. That he was not born because Mary and Joseph had intercourse. He wasn't born that way. He was born because the Spirit filled Mary's womb and it was an immaculate conception. There was a miraculous conception that took place. That the Spirit of God came upon Mary and then Mary was filled with the Holy Ghost and as a result of that, the Son of God was, was conceived in her. And so Jesus was not born of Joseph, he was born of the Spirit. So now, here it is, Mary, Jesus was born, you can say he was born again. Jesus was the first born again. He was born once, after he died, the Bible says that he became the first born of the dead. He was the first begotten of the dead. So after he was conceived and married once, he was born again because he was, he, he was born the word of God became flesh. He was born a human being. And then after he died, he was born again as a quickening spirit. He was born again, not just only as, a fle as flesh and blood, corruptible being, but he was now born again into a supernatural, incorruptible being. So much so that the Bible shows us that when he lived, he walked on the earth. And although he was still tangible, but he had extra... Uh, 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 he had a he had a, a supernatural ability. For example, how he walked through the wall and he came and he fellowshiped with the disciples after his resurrection. Do you see that? That there was a there was a resurrection and a transfiguration of his body. Okay, so this is something that you need to realize that as as believers, as as born again Christians, that you have a new nature. And the Bible tells us how that new nature has come upon us is that we have received the spirit of adoption. If you have not received the Holy Spirit, you have not yet been adopted by God. Your nature is still the same. The verse prior again says what? For those who have received the spirit are now, though for many of us are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. All right. The, the, trans, the, the Passion Translation puts it like this. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. Leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. 
enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection. Beloved father. Our spirits join him in saying the words, Abba, Father. It's a term of endearment. The word Abba is not a Greek word, but an Aramaic word. And it actually is a word used for devotion or a term of endearment. So that's why some have concluded that the word Abba can be called Papa or Daddy. Because there's no other way that you can actually identify uh, uh, with God in any closer fashion than Dad. Daddy, Papa, how do you say it in the the Spanish community? Papi? Padre. Whatever it is. But there is no way that you can actually identify with God in a better fashion than Dad. And that's when the Holy Spirit fills your spirit, and all of a sudden you have an awareness. That God, G-O-D, is my dad, D-A-D. Is that amazing? You know you're born again when that begins to happen. You know you're born again when your, your natural upbringing, your natural culture, your natural identity is no longer what defines you. But now you become like what Jesus said, I'm about my father's business. You begin to realize that I'm not what they said about me. I'm not what they told me I am. I am who he says I am because I'm a son of God. And as father, he has full right to my life, my destiny, my purpose, everything that he wants me to be. I avail myself to be because I'm his child. And what the world needs today is the spirit of adoption to come upon us because we all are an orphaned planet waiting to be adopted by our Heavenly Father. You see, adoption is not just something reserved for people who don't have their fathers in their life. Adoption is not just for people who don't have their mothers or their parents in life because every one of us needs the spirit of adoption. We all need the Holy Ghost, right? And if he's the spirit of adoption, then that means every single one of us needs to be adopted. I want you to realize that God is the one who created adoption. Not the government. Adoption was God's idea first. The way that we become sons of God is through adoption. Which means that if we are adopted, then that means we were orphans. I grew up with both my mom and my dad. But yet in the spirit, I was still an orphan. And all my parents did in the natural was provide a context in which I would one day realize my need to be adopted by my father in heaven. Because one day my parents will be gone. So does that mean I'm no longer with a father? You see, your parents could have left you when you were three. They could leave you when you're 15. They could have left you when you're 25 or whatever age. 
But the truth of the matter is, they are only there temporarily. Your parents have a, parents have a responsibility of exposing you to our great Heavenly Father. Because we're all going to go back to Him. Including your parents. You see that? And so, while we love our fathers, we love our mothers in the natural, I want you to recognize that there, that, that there is a greater need for each and every one of us to experience the adoption of God. The adoption of the Heavenly Father. See, I need to be adopted. I need to be adopted. Adoption is, it was, is such a, a profound thought because it allows, it allows the, the person who adopts you has the distinct privilege of choosing whether or not they will love you. I want you to think about this. There was a story I heard. Um, a kid, he was adopted into a family. It was him and his, and, um, his adopted brother. So one day, um, this kid, uh, he was a different ethnicity. I think his family was white and he was Spanish. So he obviously looked different than the rest of the family. And so one day, the, um, the biological son and, the, and, and him, the adopted son, were having an argument. And then the, the biological son said to the adopted son, that's why you are adopted. And my parents love me more than they love you. The adopted son said, no, they don't. They love me more than they love you. Because they had to love you. But they chose to love me. <laughs> you see how perspective is powerful? He couldn't say anything. Truth is... Many people are adopted into families and don't feel they're loved. Don't believe they're loved. Don't ex don't, they, don't, they still see themselves inferior because they've been adopted. But the reality we get from heaven is this. God chose us even before we were in our mother's wombs. God chose us even before we messed up. Even before we sinned. Even before we did anything wrong. He already chose us in him and called us his own. We were chosen before the foundation of the earth. And watch this. Love must be a choice in order for it to be real. The reason why God created us with free will and allowed us to have the choice to obey him or not, to love him or not, is because choice actually validates whether or not love is true. This concludes another life-changing teaching from Hungry for God Church. For social media updates and more teachings from our pastors and leaders, please visit our site, h4gchurch.com.